Worthy Therapy explores the intersection of mental health and identity in the Black, queer, and athletic communities. Dr. Kiasha Worthy, a licensed psychologist, uses her humaneness to relate to the listeners by targeting an audience she identifies with, and she answers the question, how do I know if and when therapy is needed? Hi, and welcome back to Worthy Therapy. I'm your host, Dr. Kiasha Worthy. This episode is special to me because I will share a part of my story. I've always been enamored and slightly obsessed with stories. No two stories are the same, even if told twice by the same person. Whether they add more details or omit them, the goal is to connect with the audience. Today, I hope to connect with you by sharing a piece of me. I often hear about how confident I appear and how I have it all together. What others don't know is how much work it takes to pull such a look off. I'm not saying they are wrong, but it is not easy. From a very early age, I felt a sense of disconnection. I wonder if it came from my mother's divorce from my biological father during my preschool years, not feeling accepted by my stepfamily during my grade school years, or if I was simply different. While I knew my maternal family loved me, when I reflect, my early years included instability. My maternal family, including my uncles, aunt, mother, and grandmother, all had a hand in raising me before my mom remarried. Although I know they tried their best, in hindsight, I recognized that traveling to and from my home to my grandmother's throughout the week and then staying with her for a few months while my mom earned her real estate license did not make me feel grounded and in one place. And nine, I was finally in one place when she remarried. But with the new family and in a new state, separated from cousins I grew up with, friends, and most importantly, my grandmother. I didn't feel connected to my biological dad because he didn't make himself a part of my life. And while I tried hard to find a secure base with this new family, for some reason, I didn't feel it. Even before the marriage, I felt like I was always on the outside. And unfortunately, that feeling followed me into my adult years. It impacted how I showed up for myself, my relationships, and I noticed it the most in my romantic relationships. Although I was still confident, I was guarded and quick to leave when I felt discomfort. I wasn't the best communicator. Instead, I would hide my feelings to appease the other person. Because I felt disconnected from myself, I didn't know how to connect with others properly. Instead of using my voice if I was wronged or if I simply wanted to share my feelings, I would avoid it thinking that would improve my connection. I want to zoom out here and identify experiences that influence my passivity and somewhat avoidant attachment style. I began my story with confidence and how much work it took to exhibit. It is hard to be confident when you don't feel connected. Because I wasn't fully connected to myself, I could not healthily connect with others. How could I possibly build self-confidence if I didn't honestly know myself? When we zoom out, and look at some of the earlier experiences that may have influenced my behavior, we notice the instability I encountered early on. While it was not as severe as homelessness, it was still unstable. I didn't have a routine schedule. It was more challenging for me to build a strong, positive relationship with my mom during that time because of the back and forth. She needed help, especially when she became a single parent. 
Stability for the child is a symbol of safety. Safety in the sense, safety in this sense means the child has learned to predict their schedule. They know what to expect. They understand that the environment and their caretakers are secure. They aren't anxiously anticipating the next transition or feeling helpless. As a child, I was unaware that was happening, and I'm sure my family members were too. Fast forward to my mom's remarriage, the feelings were still present. I didn't know if it was safe. I was now without my friends, my family, my community. Eventually, things began to feel more stable, but the feeling of being on the outside remained. To combat that feeling, I developed people-pleasing habits. Either that, or I would try to convince myself I was okay being alone. The truth was, I felt alone while also desperate for connection. I don't know about you, but when I feel disconnected, I also experience self-doubt. I felt uncertain about my feelings. While I'm sure there are other contributing factors, a story for another time, I know that I second-guess myself much more than I liked. That confident person that you hear now often will talk herself out of decisions or experiences. Because I was yearning for connection, I thought the best way to do that was by attending to and prioritizing other people's needs, even to my detriment. Let's zoom out once more. In my story, I highlighted how instability influenced my development of self-doubt, low self-confidence, and anxiety. However, please remember that this is only one variable and was not the only factor contributing to how I interacted with others, thought, and felt. To be honest, when I first began writing this episode, I didn't know which direction it would take. But that is the beautiful thing about storytelling. Sometimes the story leads you toward reaching the right audience. Stability is a necessity for all of us, especially children. Like children, having a routine schedule, supportive and positive relationships, and a continuous, predictable, healthy environment is pertinent for adults. I will now offer a few tips that help me fully connect to myself. One of my first suggestions is to strengthen your introspective, non-biased muscle. That means to self-reflect in a way that allows you to be critical of yourself. Do not make excuses or justifications for your behavior. My primary justification was that I was fine by myself. With that attitude, it was clear I wasn't looking inward because if I were, I would have known that was far from the truth. Looking inward in this way permits thoughts of curiosity and you begin to question your behavior, the environment, and even how others respond to you. Once I became aware of the feelings, I had to do something about it and thank God for my therapist. My second tip is to be bold and ask for help. Yet again, I made excuses and justifications. I'm training to be a therapist or I am a psychologist. How would it look if I'm in therapy? I should know this. Please do not be afraid to lean on someone else for support or guidance. I didn't have the tools and needed to unlearn specific maladaptive ways of relating, and therapy helped tremendously. Finally, the last tips is to repeat steps one and two. 
Continue to strengthen that introspective, non-biased muscle. Don't stop once you resolve one area of weakness. Continue to work on yourself. Achieving mental wellness is a lifelong process. We experience daily stressors, an inevitability of loss and death, and unpredictability are a part of the human experience. As you use all these strategies, please practice patience and offering grace to yourself. As we close today's episode, I want to remind you that individual therapy is available and can be helpful for those who may have also experienced instability growing up and need more understanding of how it influences their behaviors and emotional processing. This service can be provided by licensed psychologists, licensed clinical social workers, marriage and family therapists, and master's level therapists. Please stay tuned as the next session will focus on determining if you are a high-functioning, anxious, or depressed person. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And remember that you are worthy and so is your story. Worthy Therapy thanks you for taking time out for yourself today. The path to mental wellness comes with multiple challenges and Dr. Worthy hopes that this week's episode made life feel more manageable and hopeful. Please remember that this podcast is not a replacement for psychotherapy. If you are interested in seeking mental health support, please follow up with your healthcare insurance or visit the links in the podcast description. For more self-improvement and mental wellness tips, please visit Instagram and search at Worthy Therapy. Be well and until next time.